grow yourself and grow your marriage. I was literally about to say Chris and Tana. <laughs> that was a distractive look right there. I have spinach in my teeth. What? Oh my gosh. I don't have a mirror. Unbelievable. This is a unique intro. <laughs> we Yeah, you always get me with the weird ones. We always we always do something different. Okay. Let's 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 try this again. <laughs> Still there. <laughs> Sorry. Stop, dude. Oh, my gosh. Right here. Like, oh, oh, my goodness. goodness. Okay. Okay. Take it? No. <laughs> what? This shouldn't be funny. It's just late at night. Okay. Okay. Good? Yeah. Okay. Chris and Jonna here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Whoa. We're back. We're back. It's been a year. It feels like it's been forever. At this point, we were starting to lose evidence that we were podcasters. We even started (laughs) saying when we had a podcast. No, that makes me so sad. I've I've really I've really missed being on the mic. But for real, guys, five kids and a move all the holidays. I mean, there's only so much people can handle. Ten out of ten don't recommend. Is that that what you said that one time? Ten out of ten don't recommend. (laughs) Ten out of ten don't recommend five kids as close together. Ten out of ten don't recommend moving with five kids. And while you have COVID sinus infection. Oh, dude. Five kids. Yeah, it's just, y'all, I don't even remember. I honestly don't remember. Y'all, there you go, acting like we're from Tennessee. Our last, (laughs) I told you, my roots are from deep in the south of Kentucky. Um. I don't remember our last show. Honestly, we probably uh, here. It was when God says to move. Okay, let me just. So we moved. <laughs> let me just preface this with: we don't have a plan for this episode, guys. We literally we just have to get on. Just here. had to get on here. So this might be like kind of like the equivalent of coffee convos, but oh, not. not definitely not because well, saying, we don't have any coffee. No in us. So we literally have no coffee. In us. Yes. So let's start here. You, you guys may be a little interested. It's the beginning of the year. If you're listening to this new kind year, of sort year. of in real time. Sometimes people are interested in what others do. So we have a nice little routine that we're trying to, uh, basically our new year approach is one month at a time because we have so much going on, so many variables that could change things at the drop of a hat. So one month at a time, January, our focus is to, first off, no coffee. Now, we're not that crazy. We are still taking a, a drink in the morning. Right. That is not, I don't know what, it, honestly, it is. Let me just tell you, it's called Early Bird, and I'm shouting them out. They're not a sponsor, but maybe we can get them to be one. You never know. I'm shouting them out because their advertising hooked me, and I didn't even know what it was. It basically said, do you want to wake up uh, without being grumpy with your kids? Like, wake up easily and not be grumpy with your Where kids. Where do I sign? I was I'll, like, I don't know what this is, I'll, but I'll send take me two. two. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but yes, I'd like to wake up. And not be grumpy or groggy. Um, so it's basically like a supplement drink. I don't think it has technically has caffeine. Maybe it does. It does. B it does have caffeine in okay. it, but it's much different than caf- uh, than caffeine from coffee. Yeah. So it's I mean, like tea coffee just in general is it is a stimulant. It is a drug, and you don't realize we don't realize how powerful it is until we step away from it. So where is this day five? 
something like that. Yeah. Day five, no coffee, and that. Uh, well, what what's it called again? Morning something. Early bird. Early bird. Morning cocktail. <laughs> morning after. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Early bird, morning cocktail. Early bird, morning cocktail. You basically cocktail. shake it up. Actually, they give you a martini shaker, which is really funny to be drinking. Is that what this is? Morning. You didn't even know what that was. I did not did know you? that. Yeah, that's why this morning we started our Bible study. Well, we're going to tell you about that. That's the next thing. But we started our Bible study thing. And I wanted to send a picture to the pastor to show him, hey, look, Aaron, we're doing what we're supposed we to be doing. doing it. But there's martini shakers in the picture. <laughs> He'd probably like, oh, Instead you guys are really killing mug, it. They're like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we're doing that drink because we can't, I mean, I can't just wake up and go about my day with five kids. And yeah, man. Lucan, we haven't even introduced Lucan, by the way. Nope, we're holding a fifth. He uh, still wakes up all night. So, yeah, where do we even start? Honestly, we do need, we do need to say what we're trying to know. get into routine wise because. Yeah, so, okay, we'll start new there. Year. This may be all over the place, but we'll, we'll start there and we have a very strict bedtime with this new year. So, no, no, no <laughs> dude, you done messed up my plans tonight. We have stuff to do. <laughs> okay, so, all right. So, first off, we're starting our day with no coffee. Next off, we are, from a health perspective, we're focused on some periodic fasting days. What for the was that? Periodic. Periodic. <laughs> periodic fasting days, which are going to be where we are putting at least 12 to 16 hours between the last parcel of food that went in our mouth. Am I being nerdy? You're just funny. You're looking at me like I'm You're being just... nerdy. Anyway... The reason we do that, no, you don't care. No one cares about the reason, do they? Everyone just wants the result. Uh, I got it. Intermittent right. fasting. Google anyway, it. intermittent fasting. I'd be happy to nerd out, but she's giving me that look like it's late. I Shut was, up. I was, no, okay. You interpreted that all in Anyway. Your... Yeah, sorry. I must have jumped to conclusions like you. Okay, so basically, oh, do this right, right so health, That that's kind of where we're focused. And we're not going to eat any processed foods in January. And, you know, we're just trying to take it one step at a time and get things back in order because... We have been in no order. It has been, been bad. terrible. To the point where, you know, let's be real. Let's 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 go... You know, I mean, look, we, oh we share our dirt, right? Going? So, I'd say we got a little cocky with four kids. We were just doing well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were just and doing well. And five, like... Wrecked us. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a dumpster fire. <laughs> Literally. Well, again, though, we, I don't, again, I don't remember exactly what we told you guys on the When God Says Move episode, but we literally got our house ready to sell, sold, moved, and everything within just a few weeks and had a baby, a fifth baby in the midst of all of that. And not only were we doing that, while we were showing the house, we had to stay at my parents' house because if you have any kids at all, you know, you cannot keep a house show ready and right. keep children around. And in the midst of that, I had a miserable sinus infection and COVID. And it was just like literally the craziest couple months that just... Dreadful. Just dreadful. Yeah, just, and then just, after like, the baby, awesome but hard. Right. So after the baby, we're out of our routine. You know, well before we're the baby, not we're eating. No, at, okay, before yeah. So after. before we're out of our routine. After we do this psycho move, and we're exhausted. We're not eating well. We're not in a routine. We're not doing anything right, really. Even like making time spiritually. That's that's baby number five coughing up a storm for you. Come on, dude. You might want to wait because he keeps going into those little cough outfits. All right. See you good. Okay. 
Should we introduce him, by the way? Way to throw my... No, he's not going to be able to say hi. No, so no I mean his name. It's, I love his name. Okay. okay. <laughs> G- give his name. What's his name? So, at the end of October, we had little guy here, number five, Lucan Crew. And the reason why... Well, I love his name. First of all, it was very hard to come up with another L name. 10 out of 10, don't recommend naming all your kids the same letter. I don't know. I like straight. it. You love it. It's easy. L1 through five. Boom. L1 through five. No, I love all of their names, but it's very hard to find names each time. Um, but we obviously needed an L name. And Lola, our oldest, one day, because we just, we I knew I wanted crew. Chris had some names he liked. We weren't really agreeing on anything. Nothing felt like the one. And our oldest goes, hey, what about Lucan? Like L-U-K-E-N, Luke, Lucan. Mm-hmm. We both looked at each other like, Lucan? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Most people that I texted and said, introducing Lucan, Crew, Farrell, most people were like, oh, Luke, I love that name, yeah. thinking I hit like autocorrect oh, or something like that. I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah. So, Lucan. Lucan. It's unique. Well, I mean, I call I like him Luke it. too. Lukey boy. Yes. He looks a lot like, he looks a lot like Lindley, our too. middle. She's just got- No, actually, Lena's the middle big, now. Yeah, that's true. Big, beautiful eyes. Lindley does. She gets it from her mama. And- He's a uh, he's a good looking little guy. We did it. Five out of five, and we're done. If you're and wondering. I we are. I done. think we think. I do believe we're done. We think a handful is probably plenty. Oh my gosh, guys! That's a whole other topic in itself. Yeah, to have. A I'm sure we'll cover that on a more focused episode. Yes. For now, I hope you're just like, man. I hope they don't really have a plan for this, and they could just talk. I hope that's what if you want to hear right if now. If that's what you're after, I'm keep sure listening. <laughs> anybody who actually listens to us might be wondering, what the heck? Where What's have going we been? On? Where have they been since October? Or they've been like, I forgot you guys even. Yeah, who cares about on. you? I went back to listen to the Hollis's old episode. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> well, we only t- we almost turned into Rachel and Dave. You know, you have a podcast and you're just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. But I crunched the numbers and it turns out financially... That's not going to work. So she has me. (laughs) She has me for life. (laughs) Yeah, but for real, child support for five. Child support for five would uh, KO me. Anybody who doesn't understand sarcasm, he's totally kidding. But things have been hard, and we will cover that. Uh, I mean, we'll be honest that. We will cover that. I don't know when. Probably not tonight. No, but we will. We're just in a silly, goofy mood tonight. I wouldn't say silly, goofy. I'd say tired, (laughs) but had to be. On this mic, make it happen. So I lost my train of thought. I started talking I know, about something. I keep interrupting. Okay, so basically what it was, I, w- I was going into how hard things have been. Yes. Things have been really difficult to the point where we're like, okay, all right. Our threshold, oh, cool. I think, was four. We hit five. We're like, what did we do? This has just been outrageous. So getting things back on nutritionally for us, I think, has been a really, really big deal. Uh, it's helped us in a lot of ways, you know, kind of move back and say, okay, now we have energies to wake up, uh, barely, right? Wait, who? Well, <laughs> we have- Who has energy to wake have, up? We have a certain amount of discipline nutritionally right now that's allowing us to have a little more energy, be a little bit more patient with the kids, you know, wake up, get in our Bibles and actually start to get back in our routine of what has, you know, really helped us. It's only been a few days. To thrive. I mean... That's what's amazing. So I'm banking on this. Here is what's cool, though. When I tell you we've been eating terrible the past few... Like, most of 2021, probably, honestly. Yeah, for Pregnancy and kids and whatever. Um, Just not what we are used to, at least. 
I mean it. We've not been eating well and we've not been feeling well, but just the last few days, because our kids have gotten to the point where when we would make a good dinner, they would just not want it. Like, they wouldn't even try it. A lot of times, yeah, some of them wouldn't even try it. But the last few days, we've just really held to our guns and we're like, nope, we're done. Not not even like even a new, it just happens to be at the new year. We were already done, like uncle, ready to make these changes. Um, but the girls and, well, and Ledger, they all, the pat, all day today, they ate all their healthy meals and like wanted extras of them. And it's just amazing to see how fast our palates are changing just because yes. we're being a little more disciplined. Honestly, the key to the castle is just Dude. starve your kids uh, <laughs> until they have nothing to eat but healthy foods. Yeah. And they'll ravish. Parenting 101. Parenting 101. <laughs> Bro. Sorry, you guys are going to hear a bunch of coughs. From the little guy, but uh, but yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. We are trying our best to get things back, and you know, I will say, there's got to be someone thinking like, oh, they're doing the New Year's resolution thing. You know, I am a firm believer in New Year's resolutions because it's like it's like a reset. You give yourself a reset. I think anytime you have a metric based on your performance or, you know, a start point to say, how good did I do from this point to that point? Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people do Monday, right? Some people do a month, but I think a year is really good because a year in review, you can really have a good idea where you started and where you ended. So anybody who's, you know, crapping on that idea right now, just understand it's important for us all to have a starting point. So that's where we're at. We're on day five and we're going to keep going and I think it'll make a big difference. Honestly, if you're crapping on it, it's probably because you don't stick with your resolutions. Oh, dang. <laughs> I mean, I'm even speaking for myself because I even just dogged on a second ago. I'm like, it's not just because it's a new year, new you type thing. Because it is just kind of aligning at the same time as when yeah. we were like well, ready to. Well, you can put up a Facebook right? status and say, here's my New Year's resolution. And then you'll always get that like single person who has nothing to take care of be like that's just a daily goal (laughs) like sorry bro i can't wake up have my coffee in peace well coffee no but early bird i can't i can't have my morning drink in peace and just look out over the sunset like you we have to hear like mom dad i want this i want you do the anxiety the anxiety i feel in the mornings when i'm like how much can i get done before somebody wakes me up right which is what happened today dude what is wrong always man but that makes it well. No, good. Where are we going with this? I'm not. I'm not entirely I have like a bunch of different things I could talk sure. About, I mean, there a lot's happened. A lot's happened. So you know, I think the simple thing is most of you know if you've been listening. We moved. We made a big move. You know, here's something pretty cool. So the last episode I was talking about how you know we barely made this move, and it was funny when we were signing the papers for this house. Like on closing day, when we signed the papers for this house, I just had this full confidence. I was like, God is going to take care of us. Like he wanted us to have this house. Don't know why, but he cares about the little details of our life and he's, he's going to provide. And it wasn't just a couple days, you know, I, I got a really nice bonus for hitting a really good sales goal for the year. And now I've been promoted pretty significantly from last year already and my earning potential is about to go up even higher and it's just like okay we were in a season of 
you know, just dryness and not knowing where our finances would come from, from an entrepreneurial perspective. And it's just like, okay, God, you want us to have this house? And here he is just providing every step of the way. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I look back, I know a lot of people, 2021 was not a great year for many people. And there was a lot of pain in 2021 for us as well. But man, we had a lot of big changes and a lot of blessings come from it with, a new baby, a new car, a new house, all the all the new things, new job. Wait, did you did you was it your job in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one? I started working. It was in twenty. I started working. I started working for the man September twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Okay. September twenty twenty. Yeah, okay. Yep. Anyways, lots of big yeah, lots so of big changes. Lots I'm of looking back here. When was down? Yeah. Episode 35, down to nothing, but still trusting. That was March 4th, 2020. Dang. I mean, guys, that was like that wasn't even that a long. crazy time for us. So, yeah, it's just amazing through God's provision, trusting him, following him. He has, uh, he's taking care of our needs. I mean, literally, it's in the Bible. It just talks about, hey, you know what? You, you, in specific, in in Malachi, it talks about how we're how we're called to, you know, tithe ten percent of our earnings to the church. And he says, Look, if you do that, even if it doesn't make sense to you, if you do that, I'm gonna take care of your needs. And that's where it all started <laughs> for us <laughs> as far as this whole turnaround. And I mean, we certainly have a lot to share about that when when the time comes, which I think we've said for like fifty episodes I know, now. We still well, because now at this point I don't know what we've shared and what we haven't, but there's so much. I think I know. I mean, you guys probably feel like you know a lot, but you still don't. (laughs) There's so so much we haven't told you. Yeah. It's outrageous. Yeah. (laughs) So, not that we can go into it tonight, so there's your teaser. But, uh... Teaser. But, yeah. So, you know, overall, I think... I think so far this has just been kind of like a, hey, we need to hop on the mic. We need to check in. We need to give a little bit of an update, put some brain cells together and <laughs> figure out if we can, if we can still do this. Can we, can we still podcast? Is it working? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think we're finally getting a little more settled, like a little bit now that the holidays are over and you know, we're mostly unpacked. Um, yeah. The baby's settling in a little. We're we're getting there. Yeah, we might actually be able to put together like a like a planned oh. episode soon. Oh, oh, you think? Well, so something that has so we've been busy, but <laughs> I feel like something that is us just being honest is because of the state of mind we were in, because of the stress, because of kind of losing sight of the important things and just all the chaos. I really think we did fall into, you know what, somewhat of a, just a weak time spiritually as a couple. And I think that we felt like we weren't valuable enough Mm -hmm. to even jump on the mic. Like, no, we didn't have time, but even if we did have time, I just can't even think of what we would have come on here to talk about because we were just like, we're not, doing well <laughs> at all yeah i mean spiritually relationally we just have been in a slump and obviously there's reason for it but 
um, the irony when you're saying that the irony is back on episode whatever you just said 30, 35 35 where we talked about being down to nothing but still looking up we were so joyful mm-hmm. we literally did not know where our next dollar was going to come from we had a point where we were preparing to you know hey god like if we're going to lose this house we're still going to praise you if we got to live in an apartment with all these humans or down the, not, not necessarily, maybe like some move in with somebody. I don't know. We didn't know what we were going to do. We were still pretty positive. We were still so strong in our faith. We were still reading the Bible every day. And it's just ironic that at that point we were like that. And then at this point where we're being immensely blessed, Mm -hmm. stupid blessed with raises and a new house and a new baby and all this stuff is when, spiritually we fell off the more your needs are met the less you feel you need god yeah and that's the crazy part and that's why it's so interesting when we talk about suffering and things it's just like we know god brings us through suffering to refine us and bring us closer to him and the funny thing is when you look back on the suffering we've experienced which it's relative to everybody who knows what suffering will go through in our lives but just for at least this season of life, it's just amazing to see, like you said, how in sync, yoked spiritually we were with each other. Yeah, turn that mic off. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just amazing to see how, like, like you said, just joyful and and you know trusting God and close with each other we were when things were so uncertain. And so, yeah. We, we see this season of abundance and it's just incredible how, I don't know, I feel like the enemy kind of sneaks in and says like, hey man, you're good. You're on your feet now. You, you don't need God as much as you say you did or, or as much as you think you do. And, and that's when things start unraveling because truthfully, something we you know say all the time is it's so important to get in the Bible with each other. And during the time when we were well, it was right before she was about to have Lucan. She could not wake up. Oh, so She sick. was so exhausted and was so she was sick. so sick. And then, you know, we have the baby and then right afterwards, you know, we're drained, exhausted and we still are, but, but it was way worse then. And so worse. it's just like, oh man, we can't get in a routine together. We can't wake up. We can't talk. We can't, oh, what's going to happen? You know, what's Lena's attitude going to be like today? How are we going to combat that? Nothing, nothing proactive. We were just totally living. Not to mention Ledger, the one-year-old. Nobody warned us about a toddler boy. That dude, dude. when he's awake, there is no anything. It's insane. Um, It's insane. I feel like we're rambling a little bit. But the point, the point is, I don't know, just, I, I get more now why in the Bible it talks about being thankful for suffering and how like ridiculous that sounds to a normal person and to, or to just the secular world. Like we be thankful that you go through hard things, but we would not have the relationship we have or the trust we have or the faith we have in Jesus right now, if we didn't go through that hard time. Yes. And so now we can enjoy these blessings and that's great, but man, it's so easy to, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, just forget what God's just brought forget. us through. Yeah. For forget. Yeah. It is it is easy to just 
like I caught myself it's complaining crazy. about, you know, this, this house is bigger. And so it's even, and we have more kids and less time. And so it's harder to keep up with even harder. I wasn't keeping up before it felt like, but I found myself kind of complaining and I'm just like, felt like I was like, dude, <laughs> you're really going to complain about this. Like, look how beautiful this is. Look at this blessing. Like, right. You can't have it all. Like there's no, there's no prize for having, I don't know, I'm going on another tangent now, but there's no price for having a perfectly clean house. No. You know what I mean? There's no price for it. There's no. no price for me being the most productive when it comes to things that aren't eternal. Yeah. You know? Amen to that. Seriously. I've been having to preach that to myself because it's like impossible right now to do all the things. It's hard. It is beyond hard. And even me as a toolboxer. <laughs> a toolboxer. At, a toolboxer. <laughs> at, at, some point you know i'm just like man i i don't know what to do either i have no idea and that's when you just throw your hands up and you're like <laughs> which is in complete survival mode you know and so so the goal this year is to be proactive spiritually and be proactive with our physical health knowing that that's going to translate to how we show up and the energy we have for our kids and how we feel and how we react and all that stuff and so those are the important things. And, you know, although I have a pretty demanding position and a lot of good can come from that, there still has to be a balance in realizing like, look, man, my job isn't isn't the end all be all and it isn't it isn't the eternal mindset I want for our lives. So it's not about making money and buying material things that we couldn't buy. It's not about those things. And I think we started to slip into that too. You know, we got the new house. We're like, Oh, well, this is such a nice house. We've got to, you know, fill it with nice things. And it's so funny. Cause we uh, talked about this episodes ago about when we got the other house. Yeah. Cause it is yeah. like you get a house and you're like, Oh, but now I want to, you, you want to put it together. You want it all to look the right. way you want it to look right away. And, right. And yeah. Like I said, it's a little bit bigger. So, having to we never had a finished basement before we've got to make it nice like mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy it's crazy because you know these things but you're constantly relearning the same lessons over and over and over again yes i totally agree and it's so funny because i you know i think at some level we were in such a crappy place relationally and you know just as parents with the kids and i mean during that season when we were moving it was just so awful. And the kids just straight up, what what did they say to you? Like, do you guys even want us anymore? And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, they, oh they said, all you my care about is a house. Gosh, right. Because, I mean, right. literally, if we were in the other right. house, I wouldn't let them breathe in there. I'm like, don't touch anything. Like, because it was stressful. Yeah. And I was very pregnant and I was very sick. And Yes. Yeah. And it's just a guilt. lot of stress in general. Yes. Yeah. And then there was just constant guilt because the kids... You know, they didn't understand this season or how long it's going to last. You know, they no. have no control. They're just being shuffled around and, you know, told not to touch stuff and being, I don't know. Like, I, there were days that I could not parent at all whenever right. I had that migraine. Um, so, the guilt of of feeling so stressed and so overwhelmed, but knowing you're so blessed at the same time, like, it's frustrating almost. I'm like, I we're so stressed out right now because we're being blessed with another home and right. and a new baby and our friends and our neighbors and our family are showing up and like blessing us beyond belief with help 
with moving and help with the houses and help with the kids and feeding us and all these things. Like it's, I can't explain how frustrating that is. Right. Like to be doing so bad when we're being so loved on and being so blessed. Yes. Like, and then yes. And then in turn, like just wanting to show that to our kids, but being, you know, the people in your house always get the worst of you. Yeah. And we definitely gave each other the worst during that time. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. So it's just a stressful season. It's a crazy season. Uh, but yeah, just everything was going downhill. I felt like just, it was just so hard. But like while simultaneously going uphill, that's why it's so wow, Wow. Good things were happening. Yes, it's right. It's so maddening. Right. So you're just, yeah. I really think that's just parenthood in general. And that's what I've been trying to focus on lately because it's been so hard. And, you know, people get really mad when you talk about it being hard because it's as if it's as if you're saying you aren't appreciative and you're like, no, it's, it's both. My days are freaking hard and I like cry very often, but also my days are wonderful. And I'm so thankful to have all these kids. And I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to be home with them. But there's days that I wish I could run away because being home with them is really hard. It's crazy. I don't know. There's, there's like such a tension. I guess that's just life. There's just such a tension there with, it's like an oxymoron almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's just challenging all the way around. Um, but like, we're not complaining. We're just no. talking about, it. so like recently I did, I, I let it out on Facebook. <laughs> I was just like, I can't do this. Like I need a cook or a nanny or some kind of help. Like, the, uh, like uncle, like five is a lot, six and under. And in turn, a bunch of sweet people reached out and they're like, oh, I want to do a meal train for you. Or I want to help you. How can I help you? And I and I was so touched by that. But like the reason, and I don't even know why I'm saying this, I guess, because this is a part of the reason we have the podcast too. The whole reason I was sharing it is because not to vent or not even to complain, but so people know, like there's so many moms that reach out to me all the time. They're like, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how you do it. Like, I can't even do it with one or I can't even do it with two. Like, what are you like? Whatever, you know? And I'm like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not doing it. And I'm not saying like, I want you to know that so you can give yourself grace because I know I do the same thing. I'll look at a mom who has six or a mom who has four still or, but like they're all put together and they're homeschooling and they're excelling and you know, she's fit and all these things. It's so easy. And we've talked about a million times about social media but it's so easy to look at everybody else's lives and just assume mm -hmm. they have it together because of what you see. So like, I try really hard to share the hard stuff because I want those moms to see like, you're not, you're not failing. This is hard. This is hard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's complete refinement. Every part of it, especially having kids this young and this close together and stuff. It's just something like, it's unbelievable. I, I used to be the person who before kids, I was, I was of the mind of, it's all about willpower. Just mm -hmm. will yourself to do it. You know, have the even when you're have the have the athlete mentality. Mm -hmm. Just push through it. You know, do what you know needs to get done. Yada yada yada. And now I'm just like, f that. <laughs> like what the heck? It's just be on myself. You know, I have a friend who's an incredible athlete, and he's 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 like a dang near celebrity in uh, what's that? What's that one type of racing he does? I can't remember. Shoot. Spartan. Yeah, Spartan racing. Mm -hmm. So he's like one of the top Spartan racers in the country. And 
you know, he had like Olympic trials at all this crap, tons of accolades, but he doesn't have any kids. He just has a dog. He's single and, too, right? Yeah, he's single. He's, he doesn't have any kids or a dog or whatever. And I sent him a picture of my pull up by the other day outside of my office. I'm like, dude, this is all I got right now. Like, this is all I can do. And he sent me some text back, which he's just that, he he's that friend. Um, he sent me some text back like, um, man, like you're so lazy or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not even going to get offended by that because I'm just well, like. He's the type that yeah, tries bro, to offend you anyway. Right, 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 right. But I'm just, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, you don't know till you know. You don't Wait, know till you have tell kids, you. Till, you, till, you, till you live a life that is just aggressively pursuing, try to, trying to raise your kids right and do right by your family and all that stuff. It's just a grind. I got to tell you something. You know how women don't forget things, like negative things people say? Mm-hmm. Speaking of your running friend. Oh, we're going to bash on him? Okay. No, I'm just something. I remember he came to our house, yes. our townhouse. You know what I'm going to say. Yes. We only had, we, I think we had 202 at the time. And he literally, I think there was a paper towel in our microwave or something because like sometimes you throw something on the paper towel in there mm-hmm. instead of a plate or whatever. And he was like, it's like, bro, how do you live like this? Right. Like basically like, how do you live in this filth? And I, I think about, uh, honestly, it's his fault. Why I beat myself up all the time. Like I think about him sometimes. I'm like, dude, if he thought that was bad, if he saw our upstairs right now, our laundry room or something like he would probably he's think just, that I was just the worst. He's just an anomaly. He has no desire to have a family or have kids or anything. He works at NASA. He worked at NASA and he, he quit. And now he just travels the country doing Spartan races. He's like, <laughs> it's the most odd life ever but anyway he's but you know what he's a brilliant honestly if you just scroll tiktok for a little bit and look at any comment section on any kind of parenting video that is just the mindset of i mean it's a mindset like you said when you you don't know until you know anyways but today's culture is so anti this lifestyle that we're living oh yeah like, like so anti. oh dude you got a van oh you got a minivan like dude i love my man van it gets my man van. nice little 22 23 miles to the gallon and Unlocked nice and I walk economical <laughs> the doors open what are you talking about um yeah but i mean if you it, it's crazy how anti kids and family Today's culture is, and very much so, obviously, everybody has an opinion on social media, but the comment sections are really disheartening. They're very much so like your runner friend, like times a hundred, like very disturbing. Yeah. Well, I feel like the root of that, the root of not wanting this type of a lifestyle or, I mean, the root of it is the God of yourself, the root of it is culture's telling you to live your life and fit your kids, kids you in back. between the cracks if yeah. you have any. And, you know, sex is sex. Sex isn't about reproduction or anything special or any type of, you know, spiritual connection, anything you like you. that. You do you. Yeah, you get You just do you. You go make your money. You go do all this stuff. But I'm, I'm a future thinker. I had five kids to take care of me when I die, right? So... <laughs> I'm going to be looking at my runner friend and be like, hey, bro, who's taking care of you? (laughs) So I'm just saying I have have, um, a pretty solid insurance policy on making sure I at least have somebody to take care of me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I can't with you. No, that's not my mentality. I can't imagine my kids taking care of me. But Be fruitful and multiply. We're just trying to add some more decent humans to this world. Yeah, man. Depraved. It is not not about us. And – I think 
I think if you listen to a few of our episodes, not a lot. Let's say you caught this one, you caught, you know, 10 others throughout the hundred and some odd. If this is your first one, I do apologize. Yeah, really. But if you listen to a few of these episodes, you might be like, man, they really just don't value their kids because they say spouse over kids, right? Well, it's spouse over kids because of, because of the family order and how it's supposed to go. And what's best for the kids is spouse over kids. But as our kids get older and they, and they develop, you know, attitudes and we have to really sit down and like see, see the heart issues and the anger and all that stuff. I think I'm veering more towards the side of side of like, yeah, of course it's still spouse over kids, but, but man, you got to put a lot of attention into your kids when, when they start to get to those ages, I'm realizing, you know, you got to put a lot more attention into your kids and just like, feed me and play with me every once in a while. Now it's, oh, yeah. now it's literally not, Hey, go to your room. You're in trouble, but oh, I gotta go spend like 40 minutes with her, you know? And she's, she's going to have a pretty significant timeout and I'm going to sit and I'm going to talk to her for like 20 minutes and make her see what's up. And I hope she gets it. And I hope I'm not being too long winded and she just, you know, isn't paying attention, but man, yeah, there's just so much effort <laughs> when we're trying to do this right. Well, it's funny because before you have kids, you're just like, oh, yeah, well, if that was my kid. But you have no idea what – like I think especially before you have kids or people who don't have kids think they just come out and they're robots and you can just program them and you just whip them into submission. Like these little humans come out with their own brain and their own personalities and their own sin issues, their own everything. And that is one of the hardest things is figuring out how to – properly disciplined in love and like how to teach them life lessons. Like you would think that, I don't know. I don't know what I thought would be hard about kids. I knew it would be hard, but this is not the part that I thought would be so freaking hard because you just don't want to mess them up. You're like, I want to, I want to shine a light on them. Like I want to be graceful and patient and loving and kind and all of the things God is with us, but like, dude, they're hard. <laughs> and they so... got bad attitudes and a lot of it, you know, my mom's always like, mm, that oldest is you. And I'm like, I see why I got in trouble a lot. Like, right. I see I had a smart mouth and like you want to, sure do. you want to discipline and teach them without beating them down. Like not physically, but like, you know what I mean? Like breaking their spirit and like, it's just, gosh, it's very hard. And especially when you have this many taking that time to, to go and have the heart to heart and figure it out is is pretty tough. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. There's things that are hard that you don't know how My easiest days of parenting were honestly, um, this last week when it was Christmas and we were just like, let's just hang out. <laughs> Those were my easiest days because I didn't have to stress right. about really, you know, I just hung out. Right. We never no, do that. No expectations. No expectations, just no school, out. no food expectations no routine no anything like it, right. we basically said which by the way we highly recommend this this christmas oh dude tell them we decided <laughs> we are so all over the place but it, it <laughs> we're everywhere this christmas i couldn't imagine writing show notes for this episode <laughs> right well uh, this christmas we decided we just we've been going like we just told you we've been going crazy the last few months We've not gotten to spend a lot of focus time with the kids. And Christmas, a lot of times, is just being shuffling around and, 
you know, you get up and you wake up in the presence and then we would rush to family's house for dinner and get dressed and do all these things and never really feel like we get to stop to enjoy each other in the holiday. So this Christmas, we told our families Christmas day, we're not going anywhere. If you want to come to our house and see us, you're more than welcome to. We're not changing out of our pajamas. We'll make a big like breakfast type thing. Nothing, nothing fancy. I'm not making a ham or anything. Um, we just want to wake up when we wake up, we want to enjoy the kids. We want to watch them open their presents and then just hang out. So we did that. We all stayed in our pajamas all day long. We had some friends and family that stopped in throughout the day, like no set time. We enjoyed some brunchy, you know, food and snacks. There was no set meal or anything. It just, I don't know. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. And I, as stressful, so we try to keep toys mostly off our first floor just because like it's just we don't want the whole house filled with toys that we're tripping over constantly and they just have too many of them there's too many kids um so i had to tell myself on christmas after they opened all their new toys and stuff i'm like okay the mess is fine the mess is like you clean every other day just chill so for the most part we didn't really clean Mm -hmm. we just sat there and we we watched them play I don't think we really played with them that much. Not Maybe that a little much, bit. no. <laughs> we just don't know how to play anymore. We're not no, creative. I suck at playing. I'm terrible at it. But I just I just held the baby and kind of just watched them and sat back and enjoyed it. And it was so nice. And the whole reason I'm telling you this is because of why. Oh, because that was a really easy parenting day because there was like no no fight no for anything. No expectations, yeah. So no basically, if no fight for anything. you're looking for the easy way out, you know? Right. Don't worry about cooking the healthy meals. Don't worry about uh, yeah, just don't worry about intentionally disciplining pancakes. the kids. Don't worry about cleaning the house. Don't worry about laundry. Don't worry about anything. Just uh, wake up and yeah, no bedtime. Let life kick you around like it did no us clothes. the past two months. Just let them do what they want. Right. But that was fun, and I do highly recommend slowing your Christmas down because, gosh, it's so so easy to get just yeah. caught up. Anyways, yes. are we good? We're going to wrap this up. Well, it's 1013, and I got to get to bed here soon so I can keep my routine. It's garbage night, and I got sourdough to make, and we got to order groceries. Dude. Yikes. Any parting words? Um, I don't think so. I'm just happy to be back on a mic. Sorry that this was literally all over the place. Literally. I mean, if you've listened to this point, you either fell asleep or you, you somewhat enjoyed it. So, yeah, win-win. <laughs> we still have a phone number you can text. What is the number? Uh, yeah. Wait, I got it. We were five even... one three four two zero. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, it, nope, it's four two zero. It's a six. Is it six two zero? Six two zero. Four three three three. Four three three three. Wow. Five one three six two zero four three three three. Yeah. Hey, we haven't gotten a text in a while. No, well, we haven't done a podcast. Who wants to be that guy or girl? Who wants to text us? Seriously, though, text us. Let us know. What are some things you want to know or talk about? Or I don't know. It's funny. I get a lot of engagement on my Instagram, which isn't very big. Like, I don't have that many followers. But that's where I get a ton of engagement of, like, questions and comments and, I don't know, conversation topics, that kind of stuff. Um, So it'd be cool if some of those people would come over here and be like, hey, Oh, speaking of phone, I, I had a different uh, January goal for my phone as well. So something I just realized is I was like, okay, think this through. You know, our news feeds on social media and all of the 
exciting things on our phone are literally our, our willpower against our brain's reward centers. So how can I combat that? Obviously, I have to be on my phone at some point. But I realized that my scrolling comes from lazy moments in a seated position, right? So if I'm feeding the baby or if I'm just sitting there. On the toilet. Yeah, on the toilet, all, all that stuff, right? So my rule for January is I'm not using my phone at all while I'm sitting down. So if I want to scroll social media, I'll stand up and I'll walk around and I'll pace and it won't last for nearly as long. That's so true because who wants to walk around scrolling? Right, especially when you're holding a baby and you have another kid asking you to hold them and pull your arm down of the same arm that you're holding the newborn baby with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So basically, I've been trying to put myself in an uncomfortable position while using my phone. That way I don't use, you know, waste too much time because everyone knows we can blow so much time so fast. And also on social media, I, I also make a rule for myself. This is kind of nerdy, but I won't scroll my newsfeed for more than 15 seconds. <laughs> so basically when I open it up, the first status there, like if I have 15 seconds and it, it's not too long, I'll read it. Like, okay, there's my fix. Boom. And I close my phone. So that's, that's kind hilarious. of something I'm doing right now. So I'm not nearly as dirty as you. No, I don't have not. specific boundaries set, but I did say, I did have a realization with my phone that I'm more snappy at the kids if I'm trying to do something on my phone and they're trying to get my attention. It also seems like if I'm on my phone, that's when they especially want to try to get my attention. Um, but I had a realization that if I was at a job, if I was at a nine to five, mm -hmm. I would not sit on my phone and scroll. Right. I would right. not be texting in my group text or Snapchatting nonstop or, you know, I would be doing my job and it kind of like hit me that my job is in the home. My job is raising these kids. My job is feeding them and caring for them and my husband and our house. And I know that really freaks some probably triggered 2021. Somebody. Oh, 2022 females out. And I'm so sorry that offends you, but she's not sorry. I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> but that is, I mean, that's my job. I stay home. I am a stay at home mom. I am a homemaker, if you will. <laughs> call me Susie. <laughs> call me, no, do not call me Susie. Susie homemaker. But that made me realize that like, hey, I probably should be more intentional about not being on my phone during job hours, which, you know, that's why I don't give myself specifics because Lucan is literally up all night still. And I can't really read a book while I'm feeding him. I'll fall asleep. You know what I mean? So you can wear blue light glasses, though. but like, like well, I'm wearing right, right now. You didn't get me nice ones for Christmas, like I got you. Got me blue light glasses. You don't let me get you practical gifts. <laughs> oh, can I tell them what you got me? I didn't ask you to yap this long, but go ahead. Well, this will make up for that. Okay. Comment. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna shout mixed tiles out too. Shout mixed tiles. If you ever ever heard of mixed tiles, they're you print your pictures and then they've got basically like that 3M type tape on the back that you can just stick it on your wall so you don't have to hang it up. Um, so Chris ordered uh, four, 44 of them. 44, yeah. A whole bunch of them for me. And I had no idea, by the way. I'm opening his present. He turns on the song that he proposed to me to. God Gave Me You by Blake Shelton. Yeah, I don't think it's by Blake Shelton. I think it he is. just sings it. It is Blake Shelton. I know it is, but I think I think. Well, that's the version I always whatever. put on. But he started playing that on Christmas morning. I was like, oh, that's that's cute. 
accidentally play there or whatever. And I started opening them and these pictures were laid out in a timeline of our relationship from dating till, you know, through each baby and stuff. And like, it was so sweet. And I cried and I didn't even cry. I don't think I cried on our wedding day. I cried. Well, there you go. If you want to make your wife cry and win brownie points for years to come. Not years. Mixed tiles it is. Mixed tiles it is. We'll submit that for a sponsorship. There you go. All right. Hopefully our energy wasn't too low. I'm going to increase it as we close this out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, That was a ramble sesh. Uh, If you want to text us and let us know what we should name this one by Thursday, that would be great. (laughs) I wouldn't know because I don't have a clue. Oh, that's so true. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. I'm exhausted. But if you want to let us know what you (laughs) want to hear about when we're not rambling, that'd be fair. Well, no. You know what? You can still text us and tell us what to name it because we'll just name it something random. And then we might change it if it's better. And then you'll win a prize. Probably not. A shout out on the podcast. All right. We are done. Thanks so much for listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. If you were able to pull some golden nugget out of this episode, go ahead and share it. If not, just like and subscribe and all the things. Follow. Is that what it's called now? Follow. Whatever it is. I don't even remember. We're barely podcasters anymore. Oh my gosh. Follow us. Thanks, guys.